Hey, 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 what's up? Happy Friday. I'm Lisa Page. Thanks for coming back and joining me for another episode of the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your feedback and your reviews and your comments regarding the last two podcasts with my friend Jessica, who is in social media and marketing. And we did a two-part series, sort of like a deep dive into social media, the impact it has on our kids and everything that comes along with giving your child a smartphone at a young age, these crazy TikTok challenges and the pressures and, you know, the the self-comparing. It's toxic. And I received a lot of messages from you mamas out there who really did not know the impact that a smartphone has on your kid and the control that it has over your child mentally. I was reading uh, on one of the reposts that I put up the other day. Now, apparently there's a Benadryl challenge going around on TikTok. I haven't seen it pop up in my feed, but there's a lot of crazy, really bad things on TikTok. You know, I'm on TikTok, but I'm an adult. My kids are not on TikTok. When they do a TikTok, either uh, it's private or they'll do it and I'm recording it and I'll post it. But yeah, this social media thing is insane. If you follow me, thank you. Um, If you follow me, then you recently have noticed that Zach and Ainsley have Instagram accounts, and that's because they were for a very long time asking for YouTube channels, and Stu and I were like, absolutely no way you're not having a channel. You're not having a channel on YouTube. We don't even like you watching YouTube or YouTube kids. So a few weeks ago, Britt and I were coming out of F45, and I don't even know how it came up, but Brittany, it was her suggestion. She was like, you got to make Ainsley an Instagram page. She's so funny. And she is. She's my child. I know that sounds vain, but no, she's a clown. She loves to ham it up for the camera. That's exactly how I still am. But that's how I was when I was a kid. Ask my mom and my dad. They'll tell you I was crazy. I was like, that's a really good idea. But I will have full control over it. Like I have positioned their accounts to be, and there goes my phone again. Let me mute that. Silence my phone. Um, I have their Instagram settings to where, you know, obviously I'm the only one posting. Like we will post together or they'll choose a picture that they want to post as long as we're okay with posting it. And then basically they tell me what they want to write and I dictate it. I type it out for them, but it is their words. So both of their Instagram accounts are uh, basically under my account, under my umbrella. And so they can't just get on when they want, only on my phone. They can't access to post what they want to post whenever. They just can't do it. Okay, we had to take a second. I had to take a second to let Stu in. Uh, There's Piper. Stu just walked in for a quick lunch and I pulled him aside and said, you have to come on really quick and talk about our podcast. Well, my podcast that I did with Jessica about the social media stuff. I was just saying earlier that the only social media the kids do is the Instagram accounts that I made for them that I control. Like they can't get on these Instagram accounts on any other advice advice. They can't get on their Instagram accounts unless they're on my phone. Right. right. And uh, that holds until they're 35. Oh my gosh. So Stu did listen to the podcast too. Jessica is so informative about this stuff. She knows yeah, she knows her stuff. She knows her stuff. We got a lot of feedback. I posted it to our our school's mom's Facebook page and I posted it all over social media and 
every time I check my inbox, there's always a message. There's been a message for the last week from someone or a mom that's like, I had no idea. I had no idea that, that this was going on. Like, did you even hear of this Benadryl challenge until I told you last night? No, 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 I have not heard of that one until you mentioned it. Apparently the challenge is how much Benadryl can you take until you pass out? It was a school nurse that said a fifth grader came to her last week and she was really lethargic and she was really tired and she just didn't feel good, but they took her temperature and so they didn't want to call her parents because she didn't have a temperature. Well, come to find out, um, the girl took this Benadryl challenge on TikTok. And so she brought Benadryl to school with her and was just trying to chug it as much as she could. It's unbelievable. I, I of course, uh, am wildly against TikTok. Uh, I would like it uh, deleted immediately, except for your account. And yeah, that's always great. I mean, my account is your, yours amazing. Is great, it's but growing everyone by else's the day. Sucks. It's interesting to listen to because you guys talked about a lot about uh, was it child childhood 2.0 mm-hmm. and um, the socially social, or social uh, dilemma dilemma. Yeah, and, and the social dilemma kind of talks a lot about how adults basically can't handle this. Right? Mm-hmm. People are on this stuff all the time. It takes over their life. We never made a decision that we were going to give a third of our lives. And I mean that literally like eight hours a day in some cases, mm-hmm. a third of your life to to social media and de- to devices. We never really like thought about that in any deep sense. It just sort of the technology got really good and we all started buying it. And all of a sudden it was a big part of our lives. And it's clear if you know enough people, you're going to know people who are completely addicted and have totally unhealthy relationships with their phones mm-hmm. and their technology. And if adults can't handle that. Mm-hmm. Imagine what it's doing to kids. Kids that who, who, when we were in school, you'd have a couple people who might be gossiping about one person and they would be depressed and uh, and would have a difficult time with it. Imagine that on social media where maybe you get a viral post of something that a bad moment in your life, you screwing up, do, doing something, uh, you know, in sports or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And thousands of people see it. And strangers. Yeah. No kid. That are all judging that. you. They don't know you. They don't, they have no idea who you are. They're yeah. just reading it on a post. And it just, like, let's be honest about it, it doesn't add anything to your life. I know. You, you tell me this things. all the time. I know. I, it really doesn't. I, I mean, I, we both do it because, uh, well, I will say I do it because I, I'm i in this stupid business. But he business, hates it. But I, I he despise it. He hates it. You actually really like it and you're really good at it. And you give a lot of entertainment and, and, and a lot of really cool things to your audience. It's really a full-time job for you. It I is. I mean, you're yeah. on it all the time. I'm on all the time. And when I'm not with my kids, I'm on it all the time. Yeah. We go to bed so late. Every day, we're like, we've got to go to bed at 10 o'clock. And we're always climbing into bed at midnight. We both get up at six. Today I was up at five. So we're we're not getting a lot of sleep. And a lot of times for me to like wind down, I will lay in bed and just, you know, I'm, I'm just scrolling and I like watching. I like, watch, I, I'm always on Pinterest. I'm mm-hmm. always on different types of decor sites and whatever. I don't even listen to anything when we're in bed because you're almost always asleep. So I just watch <laughs> things. I just, I'm scrolling, taking notes. But it's a hot life. It's so romantic. <laughs> it's so romantic. But uh, Jessica was just railing off these statistics of kids that are legitimately stuck to their phones and their parents have no idea. Like in one of the documentaries, I think it was Childhood 2.0, they had a bunch of teenagers on and talking about how, oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm on probably 13 hours a day. And what I thought was very interesting were, were the kids were stressed out, not from the pressures of school sports, not from the pressures of making good grades or homework, the amount of homework. They were stressed out only because of social media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's constant stress. I mean, I have all these people that talk about the news and they're constantly posting these really important things that are really important to my job and really important to the country, I think. But you can 
it will put you in a constant state of stress. Mm-hmm. Like you watch these, you know, you watch these protests and you know everyone's every other post is another thing where someone's throwing a Molotov cocktail at a police officer or I saw one today where they're just hitting they just hit a police officer in the back of a head with a bat I can't and it's, it's like disgusting and it is disgusting <sighs> but it can do multiple things yeah. number one yeah it can give you if if that's if you follow only one side you'll just see the one side of the argument where police are getting attacked and you don't always get the best picture mm-hmm. but the other side of it and I think more importantly to an everyday life because I can't do anything about what they're doing in Seattle to police officers mm-hmm. frankly what I can do something about is something in my life. And I, I can be constantly on edge. Your body processes that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Your mind processes it. You tense up like you're in the situation. You have anxiety. Yeah. Right. And it's right. like, it doesn't help you. No. It doesn't help. It certainly doesn't make your life enjoyable. And what does it do to make your life better in any fulfilling way? I mean, very little. So I think when you get on these, there's certain great uses for social media, but people aren't capable of of figuring out how to use it um, uh, positively in most cases. And when you apply that to kids, it's going to be like 0%. Like 0% are going to use it in a healthy way. Right. Well, that was another thing. That was another TikTok that someone messaged me and said, her daughter came to her and said, mom, I was on TikTok and a story, a four-year page came up. TikTok, just like a lot of these social media sites, after a second or two, they start to realize what you like, what kind of content you prefer. On uh, TikTok for me, a lot of the four-year pages will come up as suggestions based on what I've liked in the past, right? right? So a lot of home decor stuff. My whole TikTok feed is like of animals. (laughs) And this mom said that her daughter was on TikTok one day and for your page came up and it was of a woman who had just had an abortion and was showing the dead fetus. Good God. That's on TikTok, you guys. That's on TikTok. Now this little, this girl came and told her mom, she told her mom that she didn't actually, she she sensed it was coming. So she was old enough to realize something, I'm going to see something bad and horrible (laughs) and she didn't see it. And the mother said, I was done with that. I took TikTok off her phone. Like I took her, I don't know what happened with the phone. I'm sure. I mean like TikTok in particular, doesn't it, it doesn't even allow you on until you're like 14. Like you can't create your own account. No, I think that's Instagram. Is it Instagram? Instagram, because when I tried to make Ainsley's account, I was just trying to be truthful when they said, what's your age? And I was like, oh, well, I mean, I'm going on as Ainsley. And then it was a a big thing. And that's why Adventures with Ainsley is with three E's now, not two, because we had to back it up. But uh, anyway, all that to say, there's so much going on with social media. In the show notes, I'll include what we included last week and a couple of people that you really should be following. But if you can find someone that knows their stuff, like Jessica, someone in your community, that can come and basically like social media proof all of your devices. Our kids keep asking us for gizmos. Ainsley says that she wants one. She wants to buy one. I told her, ask Santa. And Jessica said, if you have a younger kid like we do, you know, and now we're getting to the point with Zach, more with Zach than Ainsley, but he's going to play dates with his friends after school, obviously with parents that we trust or a sleepover here and there, sports now. So I actually am okay with him with a gizmo if we got him one. The gizmos are safe and you can track them and it's got a GPS. Also, Jessica said the Gab phone is another one that's, you know, you program 10 numbers in, your kids can't get on the internet and stuff. But like Zach and Ainsley think they're getting iPhones. <laughs> they're having the biggest pipe dreams of their lives. I can tell you this. Apple will be out of business before they're getting an iPhone. For real. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, can I give you one guest uh, recommendation while I'm here? Yeah. Can I be like a producer? Oh, sure. Yeah. So the documentaries you talked about are really good about outlining the problem and mm-hmm. like what is going on for both adults and kids. Jessica does a great job uh, of showing you how to back your 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 way out of of all of these devices and all the social media particularly when it relates to kids and you know obviously we're young we're more younger kid focused on that stuff 
Um, there's another, there's a book called How to Break Up with Your Phone by oh, Catherine Price. Yes. That I would recommend. You'd love Catherine. She's awesome. Yeah, you and told me. Maybe she'll come on the show. Yeah, Do you think I could book her? Yeah, I think. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's my, I mean, this you're is my, my recommendation. you're my producer. Yeah, totally. She's great. She's a she's like a best-selling author. She wrote a book called How to Break Up with Your Phone. And this is just generally for adults on how to stop using your phone all the time if you feel you have a problem with it. I don't use it nearly as much as a lot of people, and I still hate that I spend this much time on it. Yeah. Um, and it has all sorts of tips and ways to actually do it. And it's like a step-by-step way to, to break up with your phone. So you only use it for the things you actually need it for. It's not always easy to do, but it's a great way of rethinking it. And when you read the stuff, she has tons of research and stuff in there about the problem uh, that we have as itself. adults yeah yeah but it also kind of gives you like a step-by-step way to do it because we rely on everything on it so much for so many things that it's hard to get rid of it yeah you know you get a little stressed out you just want to scroll for a while because so, your mind just kind of like wander just turn it mm-hmm. off and that is like it's not a healthy thing to do Mm-mm. Um, so anyway, she'd be great and she's really funny and you'd well, like her and I know you've done some steps. Remember when you yeah. read the book last year, yeah. he like blacked out his phone. So all only black and white, you took off yes. all the color. That's one of the more extreme ones, but yeah, well, yeah, that's extreme because nothing's appealing. Right. Cause it has this, uh, they design it as in a very colorful way. The icons are colorful for a reason, right? Because it, it tracks your yes. eyes. It, it tracks stimulates your mind. you. It stimulates yeah, you. Yeah. And it's funny. You turn that thing at a black and it's called grayscale. I think in the iPhone mem- menu, you turn that thing on and gosh, this thing looks awful. Yeah, like you, you only want to go on it if you absolutely have to. You know that may or may not work. If you take a lot of pictures of your kids, it's not it's not as good because it's hard to really tell if you're getting good pictures. Mm-hmm. But there's stuff stuff like that that is in the phone. There's apps that you can use to help monitor and 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 cut down on your time. And uh, you know there's just a bunch of real life steps you can take to get off of it. You'd enjoy talking to her. I'll, I'll get you the information. I, yeah, we have producer, please book her. <laughs> yes, sir. Wait, getting yes, back ma'am. getting back to the black. <laughs> yes, sir. What? Hey, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about. That was you just totally. I don't want to gender shame you. Yeah, that was uh, you that, pick you pick your gender for the day. That is awful. Uh, but getting back to the black and white. Can you imagine? That's what dogs see, babe. Way to get off on a tangent. Yeah, a little bit. But I just wanted to tell you, Piper's in our room, and how sad that our dogs only see black and white. She can't see my beautiful pink couch you're sitting on right now. I thought it was rose gold. Couch isn't rose gold. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, okay. Thank you. You can go have lunch now. Thanks. I now just, I don't have any more time. I have to I go back to work. Literally, <laughs> just pulled. He just pulled it. I'm like, come in here right now. I need you for this podcast. Okay, you can take Piper out too. So anyway, that's just a little glimpse into the last two podcasts that I did with Jessica. If you haven't listened to them, please make sure you find the time to do it. And if you really felt like you got something from either of them, which I know you will, I would love it if you can give me a a five-star review. Not a three-star, a five-star. I don't even care about you actually writing a message in. Just five stars is great. Thanks. (laughs) All right. My song this week is brand new Demi Lovato with Marshmallow. It's called Okay Not To Be Okay brand new from Demi Lovato. Check it out. Feel like a drop in the ocean that don't nobody notice. Maybe it's all just in your head. Feel like you're trapped in your own skin and now your body's frozen. Broken down, you've got nothing left. When you're high on emotion and you're losing your focus and you feel too exhausted to pray. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. When you're down and you feel 
But neither you're secluded Thinking you'll never get your chance Feeling like you got no solution It's only cause you're human No control, it's out of your hands When you're high on emotion And you're losing your focus And you feel too exhausted to pray That's so good. Brand new Demi Lovato. It's okay not to be okay. Her makeup looks so good in that video. By the way, that song dropped last Thursday on World Suicide Prevention Day. And I thought the song was suitable. It ties into all this stuff with social media and the toll everything we're seeing online can can take on us, bringing us negative thoughts and feelings and pressures. And I appreciate that song. I like it. It's okay not to be okay. Demi Lovato and Marshmallow. The link will be in the show notes. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. Also, shouts to everybody for making my podcast 14 on the iTunes charts this week. Twice we got to 14 under the fashion and beauty category. So thank you. Keep up the momentum. If you like what you hear, I would love, love, love a review, a good review, a nice review, a happy review, a positive review on iTunes. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend and I'll talk to you next week right back here on the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast.